And now on Racing HQ, the Kia Friday Night Racing Preview. It is time to talk some Friday night uh, racing. Just before we get to that, there has been a tweet that's been put out by uh, Racing New South Wales in relation uh, to a more victorious, who we were speaking about this morning on the punters panel. Take note that uh, Racing to Wales have uh, just tweeted, Connections of a more victorious, which is race nine at Royal Ramick on Saturday, claimed true weight of 52 at the time of acceptances. However, a rider has not been engaged to ride the horse as per the requirements of LR25A and the Race New South Wales policy regarding true weight. As there is currently no rider available to ride a more victorious at 52, Race New South Wales stewards have permitted Tom Sherry to ride one kilo over. It's declared weight at 53 kilos. Take note. Uh, trainer Bjorn Baker will be interviewed by stewards in respect to this matter at Randwick uh, tomorrow. So just take note uh, with uh, Amorva victorious. 53 uh, will be the case tomorrow in that run. Let's get to uh, Nick Birdie and Luke Marlow. As I say, good morning, gents. Uh, firstly, Luke, looking forward to the meeting tonight. Yeah, good morning, Dave. Good morning, everyone. So am I, Dave. Um, I look disappointing uh, amount of scratchings. Uh, these field sizes have been knocked around quite a bit, but there's so many good options around in, in New South Wales. So that's a bit of a shame. Um, but I do think despite the small size of the field, as far as the quality of the races, I think it's the best meeting of the summer season at Canterbury tonight with some of the young horses and lightly race types either returning or heading to town for the first time. Three-metre rail, good four, so should be a good night of racing, DS. And how's my audio there, too? I'm just using a different set of headphones this morning. No, sounding very, very good, Beautiful. mate. So all Lovely, loud and mate. clear. Nick Burney, hello to you, mate. We might go straight into it, Nick, and get your tips, and then we'll go to Luke. Uh, the first race is over the 15.50, mate, and uh, we've got Miss Chinnery, a 290 favourite. Yeah, g'day, Dave, Luke, and everyone listening on in. I'm to start off the program. I think there's a bit of value here. I'm three, eight, two, and one. I'm going to put Spanish Fox on top. I just think he's ready to peak now, third up. And you go back to his two runs, his preparation. He's performed well above market expectations. He comes through a high-rating race, and he was checked and blocked quite heavily there last start. Um, he picked himself up well. His sexual profile says the fifteen fifty. Um, he's a big tick. And Pasima, the other one's $3, and he's $7. I think Spanish Fox's run um, was better, so I couldn't have marked them that far apart. So happy to put Spanish Fox on top. C4, in, C4 the eight in for second. I can speculate odds. Completely not run to suit their first up on debut at Kembla. It was just mathematically out of it. Hit the line well. I liked its last couple of bounds, how she flattened out. So that in for second pick. Uh, in for third, Miss Shannery, the two. It's going to be very hard to run down. I think she just ran into a smart one in Mystic and Pachogi there uh, last start and Pesema in for fourth pick. But I think uh, I'm going to back Spanish Fox and C4 in the first. Uh, three, eight, two and one. Yeah, good morning to you, Nick. My number's in race one, two, one, three and 11. I've got him in there, your top selection, Spanish uh, Fox. I think he's a bit one pace. So that interference last start wouldn't have suited and the extra distance uh, ideal tonight, I think. So I've got him third. I'm just with number two here, Miss Shannery. I'm loving the setup. She's third up. She had the tick over barrier trial before that second behind Mr. Kipchoge last start. I think she is a staying prospect of the future. So slight reservations about her staying at 1550 metres. It just maps too well here that I was left with her on top number two. One Passima. I do think that super maiden at Warwick Farm behind Dimitrov that he and Spanish Fox come out of is a, a pretty good line for a race like this. The map and the weight, the question mark. I know he did have heat stress after his last run. That was that hot day on Australia Day 
at Warwick Farm. So Kieran wouldn't have kept him in if he hadn't have bounced back well from that performance. Three Spanish Fox for third. And number 11, I also found a bit of value. Uh, I've got a roughie here. Number 11, Sting in the tail. I think it might improve here second up. So my numbers in the first are 2 one, three, 11. Okay, 2 one, three, 11. Let's go to race number two on the card at Canterbury. This one at 6.30 tonight. Even money here for Don Pedro, Nick? Yeah, I think the evens is fair enough, Dave. I think he's one of the better bets of the night, Don Pedro. And he was really well back there last start at Randwick 13 days ago in a 72. And you look at the replay, he just had no luck whatsoever. He was checked and blocked for the majority of the straight. And he only got out over the final 100 metres where he found the line well enough, was never fully extended. And you go back two runs ago, and he was very honest in defeating the high-rating race. So all he has to do is reproduce that. I think he's going to be awfully hard to beat. Tim Clark goes on for the first time. He's an optimal fitness. I think he goes straight to the front. It's going to be very hard to run down. Into the second pick, Surreal AM coming off a good maiden win there at Durban when starting the 5-4 to four favourite. Uh, was suited sitting in the two position in a slow tempo, but I liked how she kept plugging to the line. The two turned down. Look, they didn't run time, but I think everything about this horse just says it's looking for the 15.50, and it would have only improved from the race experience. And in for fourth pick is the sixth, Le Maire, who's rock-hard fit and did start $4.80 in the Cara Cup. But I think Don Pedro is one of the better bets of the night. I think evens is fair enough. One, five, two, and six. Yeah, well, I, I think he's hard to beat as well, Don Pedro. It was weird, that race at Randwick, the Dazzle Legend race. It was like all jockeys were instructed, don't go near the rail. And um, I'm not sure it was that bad. Uh, the second horse came right up the inside. So, yeah, Don Pedro, he was unlucky, wasn't he? And um, definitely Clark going on the senior tonight's a plus. I've just gone the other way uh, with number two turned down, the second favourite. He doesn't have the figures at this stage of his career. He's only had one start in a moderate maiden, which he won. He's Nash off. We get T. Berry, and look, I just think he's a horse of the future, guys. I love the way he was going away from the field close to home. I think that in a higher-class race, he will be able to run the time. And you only live once, so uh, I'll try and get Don beat here. So two on top, turned down to beat the one, Don Pedro, with that Saturday metropolitan form. That's certainly likeable. I'm not potting him if you want to back him tonight. Five surreal I am in for third, and number six best of the others, Lemaire. I think one of the top two will win. I've gone 2-1-5-6. Race three. Uh, Nick, your favourite here is at 2.40, Les Vampires. Yeah, I'm 2-3-4-1. I'm with Les Vampires. I just thought, look, the two trials in, he's shown a little bit of adaptability in those two heats. He was ridden out, but I thought found the line well in his latest heat there at Ramwick over the 10.50 metres. So he's got the good platform to resume tonight. He always gave every indication he'll come back improved in his second prep. And Prior to spelling, he has paid three dollars twenty in the Group Three up and coming. So that was won by uh, the Group One subsequent winner Tom Kitten. So a very solid profile race like this tonight in a sixty-four for the three-year-olds. Rolls forward. Adam Hieronymus had a really good affiliation with him. He's going to be really hard to run down. With that said, uh, Ballet Desprey I think is a really improving type. She ran very fast time, winning there at Kensington, and even after adjusting for first use of the track. They don't rate much better than that for maiden grade. She showed natural speed, absorbed pressure, accelerated. Um, and the formula of that race has since been proven. So I think there's only two hopes in this race. And But I'm going to lean towards Lebron Pierre. I think Valero Bell's a big improver. Back to dry ground. will be hitting the line hard. And the years goes in for fourth pick. Also from the Waterhouse and Bot Stable, who looks wound up well enough for this and has good form lines. But I think Lebron Pierce is a... A nice horse on the way up. And just that SP from the Group 3 up and coming had to lean that way. Two, three, four, and one. 
Yeah, that was beautiful pronunciation, second and third time around. Nick Stanley was trying yeah, to Yeah, I came back. Those vampires. Labor yeah. years. Oh, mate, please. See, I've known Stanley for about a decade, and uh, I've been getting led astray for him for a long time, Nick. So don't yeah. you start just getting taken up the wrong Le track. Bon What's it mean? Level. Well, it's actually a French silent crime serial film, yes, in the early 1900s. Wow. So I, I haven't seen it. It looks a bit weird and wacky, <laughs> but but uh, that's where he gets the name. The only reason I know how to say it is I butchered it when he had his first trial. So ah, um... oh, and they were into you. And you know what? And I love that because that makes sense. You know, if you're sitting around, you're you know you you've got a horse. Imagine that you're well, in the punters club and you say, "Hey boys, I've got a name for a horse. Why don't we name it after a French French silent crime?" What do you reckon would happen in the punters club? Yeah, they'd be laughing at you, Tipper. They'd say, "How but, good! Yeah. Name it that. That's outstanding." <laughs> But no one sprayed me. I just realised after the fact that I got it wrong. But I'm tipping it as well, guys. Le Vampire. Just got that good three-year-old form line, uh, doesn't it? The, the Tom Kitten stuff, um, et cetera. I think he... Look, I was super keen on him his last run. Um, I, I bet up. I bet right up. I declared him on the punters panel. I got burnt. Um, but I really think um, coming back this time in, he's trialling well. And uh, I, I don't mind the wide draw because he can just cruise across at his own pace. And if he's got to sit outside the lead, I think he's tough enough to do it and still win. So I'm with him on top, number two, La Vampire, to beat three, uh, which is Ballet d'Esprit. I was impressed with that last win after the uh, very unlucky run there at Wyong. Uh, first up where it got taken off the track. Number one, The Years, and number four, Bolero Bell, best of the others. Two, three, one, four, race three. Yeah, 1916, that film has come out. Outstanding mm. stuff. What's it by Piero? And- Must have something to do with the mayor. Musadora, mm. maybe. Mm. I don't know. What you, yeah, I just, well, I just well, love it. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> Dora is one of the cast members in the, the film. Oh, there yeah. you go. That's Musadora. what they mean. So there you go. There we go. <laughs> Dora. yeah. Irma, Verp, Irma Vep played that. 7.3 on IMDb mm. and 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, boys, that's come a pretty, over That's a pretty good rating. Jeez. Come over Saturday night, boys. We'll put it on. Silent film. On. Come oh, over mate. Saturday night. I'll put a barbie on. We'll watch it. How good. Jeez. What a night in the eastern <laughs> suburbs with Marlow. Yeah. Uh, a few silent films. How good. 190. Sonora is your favourite in race number four in front of Boot Scooter, who was brilliant last start. I'm four, three, and eight, and seven here, guys. I, I just can't mentally come into the dollar ninety uh, Sonora. Um, I've been I'm with that you. horse a few. Uh, yeah, I've been with that horse a few times. Um, so I've just led the way. I went the other way. This is the race that's been decimated by scratchings, and I've landed with Boot Scooter. Look, she was run to suit there last start, but I think she she hit the line really well. She got the good run through at Rose Hill, um, but she did run solid time relative to the day prior to that run. Her, um, it was a good effort behind Terra Mata. So she's arguably in career best form, has to rise the six kilos. But if there's any weakness in Sonora late, she's going to be the one that's going to be hitting the line. I can understand why Sonora is going to be well-backed because it maps to get all favours. I think Tommy Berry will suit her. She's going to take some catching in for third. Bubba deserves a win. Uh, just wasn't suited to the race shape there last start at Gosford. Hit the line hard. Ran some of the fastest closing splits in the meeting. Just hasn't won for a long time but gets his chance tonight, and her chance, I should say, and hope you know uh, best of the rest. But as I said, I just couldn't come into the odds on Sonora, so I went boot scooter, 4, 3, 8 and 7. Well, I was the same as you, but I went another way um, altogether, and that's hope you know. Um, look, 
exposed type, uh, been up a long time. She's a six-year-old mare, 34 starts, just the four wins. But uh, I think that Arale form and the backup um, are two key factors here and with Zach Lloyd. Um, the lack of speed, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Zach um, tried to hold Sonora here. He might not be able to, but um, I've said it before, He's a jockey with a real knack of getting horses to clear the gates uh, cleanly and uh, position forward. So I think it'll run a race, guys. Uh, seven on top to beat three, Sonora the favourite. Eight, Bubba, I think is going particularly well. And Kim War flying at the moment. Uh, double figure priced double yesterday at Wyong. And four best of the others, Boot Scooter. Just uh, worried about the lack of speed in the race in numbers for her. But um, another stable in form, Rod Northam. Seven, three, eight, four, race four. All right. Uh, one thing I do love about our game, boys, is uh, that when you get these fancy names. So what what was it called again? That thing in race. Lo, lo, how do I say it, Marlo? La Vampire, yes. Now you and I have spent plenty of times in tabs and pubs across New South Wales. Correct. Right, and Nick, you have too. You, yeah. You, yeah. You know, we, we, yeah. Now I can guarantee, and I put money, and I love that when we have these fancy names with races. It even happens sometimes when we've got fancy names that we're not used to with seeing locations. I guarantee you, wherever you are tonight, you might, if you go into your tab, there'll be someone there and they'll go, ah, oh, there's vampires. I've got a big tip for it. I heard the boys this morning <laughs> out in the smokers area. Now, race four, we've done hang race on, hang five. On, hang on. Yeah. Was that going anywhere or was that it? That no, was... I was just, I'm just, I just laugh because we're, is that it? <laughs> whilst, whilst, that's what I love about racing. You've got the top yeah, of the yeah. town and then, You've obviously got a lot of people that, that wouldn't know anything yeah. about French silent films and they're running yeah. around and they will be going. And if it went, Bolton and I go, how good was that Les Vampires? Well, Jack and just, Les no Vampires. Go, Les. No. There'll be people tonight going, go, Les. Go, Les. Yeah, yeah. In fact, if you're going to Canterbury tonight, just start yelling out Les. That would be uh, that would make my night. Uh, no unusual. No one's screaming at the TV going, go Le Bon Pierre. Yeah, oh, no, they're going. Yeah. Uh, after eight schooners. Yeah, please. 100%. Go the vampires. Go yeah. the vampires. Uh, yeah, I, I've known, I knew a few of them in my single days, DS. Oh. Gotta watch them. Gotta oh. watch them. Dear, oh, dear. <laughs> uh, straight for the neck. Now, unusual legacy is $2 here. Uh, your favourite. What about calendar? He was half saying ring ahoy. Fair income. Well, mate. Oh. Couldn't happen again, could it? Couldn't. Jeez. Oh, oh, <laughs> I still, me and Callan, we couldn't get over it when it won. We just looked at each other. It savaged the line there last week, Ring Ahoy. Hey, looked at each other and we couldn't believe it. Just on calendar. What about the winner of the last? Nick, uh, the, the the comment pre-race for Mo, oh, he, he can't win. Uh, the great man, I think, was the quote. Uh, am I getting that right before? And then it just bolted up. Ten dollars. <laughs> That's yeah. I think I said, uh, you know, it's been, it, it'd been tra- someone had backed it. It'd been trading well. He said, "No, nah, can't win." But um, Terry McElroy, I think it was his only um, ride straight outside the leader and too good. Um, but uh, yeah, on this race, I, I, I went the stable mate. I'm with unusual legacy. I think he's that real improving type. New Zealand import, heavily backed in both runs this preparation. He started twos on there last start. At, Newcastle, they ran very fast time, did it with ease, career peak figure. Look, he's still learning. Um, I think he's going to be better next preparation, but uh, look, he looks very hard to beat here. Ring Ahoy has to go in for second. Um, if you just took the name out and you just judged it on its performance, it, it was a really good effort there. Race shape against one of the fastest final 200s of the meeting. 
Just can he do it again? Not a bad buy. We'll get all favours up on the speed. And in for fourth, Malabar. I think uh, ready to do something now. Um, he's going to be fit and at optimal fitness. But unusual legacy. I think he's a horse in time. Um, we might see a bit more of. Four, seven, three, and one. How's he going to ride him? Nick came back here. Yeah, I think I think they can just ride him cold um, and just ride him like the best horse. Just let him get him to settle. He can be a bit keen though. He got a little bit keen for um, mm. for a furlong there at Newcastle. Uh, but I think just Karen McAvoy will just come out, have a look. Um, I just think he's the best horse. He he can just get going when he needs to, and he's got a bigger sprint and closing speed than the rest of these. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he'll be too good. Number four on top. Unusual legacy. I think he's a horse on the rise. I think he'll make Saturday grade in time. Um, I mean, not a bad buy. He was okay winning uh, there at Gosford. He's a real tough fellow that will appreciate uh, the 1900. But I just think this guy might be different gravy. So I'm with him. I made him my best tonight. Number four, unusual legacy to beat three, not a bad buy. One, Malabar. And seven, Ring Ahoy uh, in for four, four, three, one, seven. All right, so let's go to uh, race number six on the cart. Uh, 12.50, this is the evening star. Winning verse here at 3.30. Is your favourite in front of Rupertar and uh, Dehorned Unicorn? Two, eight, seven, and nine, you guys. I went with Dehorned Unicorn. It is dead set D-Day. And look, he had every possible chance there last start at Flemington. But I just don't think he over-appreciated or handled the Flemington straight there. So... You go back two runs, and he just had no luck in a very strong race that's since produced two subsequent winners. Um, the tongue tie goes on for the first time, and this is his easiest test for some time. The claim suits for Jet Stanley. Just his SP profile and his ratings for a race like this line up very well under the conditions. And just at the price, I was happy to lean his way. In for second pick, I think Rupert is ready to win. Uh, was run to suit there last start, got the split, but... Ran on really well. Still has to tick that 1250-metre box. But, again, another runner who um, just finds that winnable race. Winning verse. Caught out on the limb there last start. Was honest. And in for fourth, Electrica might be the one who can sprint fresh. But I wanted to go with Dehorn Unicorn. Just its profile for a race like this um, wouldn't surprise me if it uh, firms in the market. But it is D-Day. Two, eight, seven, and nine. Yeah, I'm with Rubitar, Nick. Um, eight, one, two, and seven, my numbers. Um, you're quite right about the 12.50, but one stable I'm really not too worried about them um, up in distance is Baker, uh, particularly when they're deeper preparation. So I'm happy to just go with her. I think she's fit. She gets the right run, and I think she's got the right sort of form lines to win a race of this class. Number one, the Canterbury King, dynamic impact. Um, what is he at the joint? Five out of five, I think, from memory. Yep, five yeah, out five out of five. Out of five. Yeah, it's outstanding, isn't it? Um, obviously, 60 and a, a negative map, two question marks, but he's overcome it before, uh, so I've got to have him in there somewhere. Two Dehind Unicorn, I agree. He's going to be hard to beat. And seven winning bursts makes up my numbers, 8127. OK, uh, we go to race number seven on the card. Uh, your favourite here, 370 Royal Invader? Yeah, I went a little bit of a try to win a different angle here, and I'm putting the ten on top here, Little Bayer. So I'm ten, seven, one, and five, and it's a horse that I've always had my eye on. She's just taken a couple of runs to get fit this preparation, but tonight she gets the big positive race set up, and just forget she went round there first up at Gosford, and then she was solid in defeat at Golden, and after having the pace against her, and she wanted to keep picking up and go through the line. I just think she's ready to peak now, and with a couple of these scratchings, I think she can just land straight on speed and give a big sight. So I think Dylan Gibbons from the inside gate will be quite aggressive on her tonight, and I think she's ready to do something around the double-figure odds 
Always in, in for second pick, number seven. Uh, she was brave in defeat there last start at Newcastle. Race wide throughout, still sprinted. It was just um, worn down over those concluding stages. So she could have been in better form. I wanted to put Capital Queen on top. I thought its first up run last preparation was really solid. But its trials were... I'll ask, I'll ask you, Luke. How did you think he, as he she trialled? Which horse, mate? Capital Queen. Hmm... I, I, yeah. I sort of wrote. I wrote down inconclusive. I'm not sure, but I think Mar trials. I mean, he had a horse yesterday at Wyong that ran last in two trials, and yep. just absolutely, um, you know what? It, uh, yesterday, yep. its name was uh, Negotiations or something uh, from memory. There, so I think that he can sort of get away with it. Um, he's just a freak. So yeah, Negotiations at one race four. Have a look at its trials. <laughs> then what yeah. yesterday? It was just. An unbelievable contrast. So I know where you're coming from, um, but but I had to include it just because um, uh, of, yeah. of that factor. You know, it's like yeah. Waller almost. But, Some of his trials, they can they can not look great at the trials and then come out and perform race day. They don't get paid at the trials, do they? No, that's exactly right. So I think Capital Queen's the big market watch. If it firms, it might be mm. really hard to beat if you take that first up run from last prep. And Royal Invader has to go in for fourth. Who's been consistent and finds the a winnable race here with a positive map. But I think Little Bay in a tricky race is a bit of value. 10, 7, 1 and 5. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't... Oh, sorry, sorry yes, I'll you come in, brother. Um, I don't disagree with uh, Nick trying to find a different angle here, but I, I sort of just came back to the favourite, uh, Royal Invader. Just, again, map. I like Jason on from a good draw. Been racing well. And uh, I think that uh, the black cloud form is going to stand up. So five on top of six, twice as special. Just third up, nine days. Hieronymus on, Critter City, Saturday Metropolitan form. Uh, and I think that is lacking here, that real solid Metro form. Three Golden Gate, uh, just an old black booker of mine from last preparation, keen to see how it can return. And one Capital Queen we've discussed, and I had to include 5631. OK, all right. Uh, let's go to the lucky last, guys. 320 here, Remedies. Yeah, with the stable, mate, I quite like Roussillon. I'm 8, 14, 6 and 11. I thought this was one of the better bets of the night. Um, she, he just really profiles well for this. Um, I like that tra- trial the other morning at Hawkesbury behind Zapatero. It was never extended. And you go back to its run first up last prep, and there was a bit of hit of merit about it at Rose Hill where it ran one of the meetings fastest 600-200 metre splits, and then was just checked and blocked, completely halted his momentum, and he should have finished much closer Will need a touch of luck, but he has acceleration. He's got closing speed, really strong two- and three-year-old form lines for this race. And I expect him to sprint really well here, and he's got multiple winning figures. So I think around that $4 mark, he's a good bet to finish the last. Um, Montpierre goes in for second, just taking a couple of runs to get fit, ready to do something now third up. If he can get those barrier manners right and put itself in the race, it's right in this race. In for third pick is Remedies. Just the price, um, that's why I put it in for third, but tried well enough. Got really good um, two-year-old form lines as well. And in for fourth pick is Shalailed. Back to the 1,100 suits this horse and his rock-hard fit. So has that fitness edge. But I think Roussillon's a good way to finish the night on 8, 14, 6 and 11. Luke? Yeah, gee, you're right. The favourite's tight in the market, isn't it? Remedies, like Morford built form. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just you know, 320. I was just looking at I thought the stable mate um, tried better as well. You might get four bucks, punters, tonight. There you go. Um, oh. We'll wait and see. But, look, I'm 14, uh, Montpierre. I, I loved its uh, last run at War- uh, Warwick Farm. Uh, that was its first go in the city, and I, I thought it was very nice late there. Loved the barrier. Uh, gate two, just 
Posse's up, three-metre rail, sucks up and, and just looks for that split and I think has a turn of foot. Um, it's on top to beat seven, the high-speed Ocean's one. I've got remedies there, but I do think she's under the odds. Number 11 in for third. And I agree with Nick. Roussillon's a, a good chance. I like the 69-day uh, freshen up. Legio 10, Tis Invincible. The horses he's run behind his last few runs. So he's got something for sure. And I think the lead there was Zach Lloyd. Um, usually the, the Golfman Apprentice, he gets the, the better rides. So... Um, uh, obviously, uh, particularly the midweeks, um, I should clarify. But I think, yeah, Roussillon definitely warrants thought here in the last. But open way to finish, I thought. 14, 7, 11 and 8, boys. All right. Um, give us your quaddy, best bets, etc. We'll start with you, Nick. Uh, best bets would be race 2, number 1, Don Pedro. And race 8, number 8, Roussillon. And I think the value is in race 1, um, number 3, Spanish Fox. So a few there. Quaddy. Uh, race five, numbers four and seven. Race six, two, eight, seven and nine. Race seven, ten, seven, one and five. And in the last eight, 14 and six, just a little bit of insurance there with Roussillon first up, even though quite like that galloper. But the 96 combinations for that quadrilla. Okay. What about yourself, Luke? Race five, number four, my best, DS. Unusual legacy. I think he's a nice stayer of the future. He's one out first leg, race five in my quarry, number four. Second leg, eight, one and two. Third leg, five, six, and three. And fourth leg, race eight, 14, seven, and eight. Okay, good stuff. Thank you very much for that, gentlemen. Looking forward to all the coverage tonight. See you, boys. All Thanks, right. guys. Cheers.